0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Friend Wrap. I'm your host, Nicholas Larimer, and today I'm joined by Mr. Marius Root. Let's get into the news of today. And I think the first thing that's worth talking about today is Enoch Gorongwana, the finance minister, during the midterm budget policy statement, revealed that uh, South Africa's state employees are among the best paid in the world. Uh, He admitted that the wage bill for public servants is 3.5% higher than the average of the 38 members of the countries of of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, which is generally considered to be some of the wealthiest, best-run countries in the world. These countries include Australia, Canada, the US, Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. Um, But despite the fact that we're paying a similar amount to all of these first world countries with very well functioning governments, at least comparatively speaking to ours, uh, we actually have fewer civil servants in many of these countries. And uh, the reason for this is mostly due to salary hikes that have outpaced inflation since 2013 on average. Um, The the public sector wage bill has grown by 6.2% per year. How almost half of all public servants now earn between 350,000 and 600,000 rand per year. And uh, we're still seeing, you know, pushes for higher wage increases. Morris, you know, we, we've we talked a lot on this show, and a lot of analysts have talked about how the country is in fiscal trouble, about how we don't have the money to provide all the services we want, about how the grants are at risk. And this is the number one reason. We simply pay our public servants way too much, particularly for what we get out of them.
1: Mm, yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> that's exactly right. And uh, you can see it in a uh, number of um, uh, other kind of uh, sectors in the government. Uh, I know with education, uh, m- most of the education budget is taken up by our salaries. Obviously, teachers do a more important job than uh, most uh, civil servants. But I think it's kind of a microcosm of what's happening in the country. More and more money is going to just to pay people salaries. Instead of going to investments and infrastructure and all that kind of thing, and we paying the price for that now. Uh, and uh, the the number of uh, civil servants in South Africa, you know, as a proportion of the population, is small, obviously, but they actually suck up quite a large proportion of government revenue. And yeah, and as I mean, people are getting huge salaries, and as you say, they've been. Uh, 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 much higher, the the, uh, salary increases have been much higher than inflation. And at the end of the day, I mean, obviously, uh, the various unions of the public sector need to protect their uh, members' interests. But I think uh, what what happens in South Africa is there's often quite an adversarial relationship between unions and employers, whether that's the state or uh, various companies, where instead of working together, uh, employees often want to just get increases and benefits and so on without also realizing that there's some trade-offs you have to do for that. You know, if you, you can't get a 20% increase for five years in a row and then expect that the wage, uh, the, the labor force is going to stay the same or, or grow or whatever the case is. And I think that often happens, with uh, especially uh, with government employees. They always want uh, much uh, higher than inflation increases. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with lobbying for, for uh, wanting an inflation-based increase, but for always wanting a high, uh, more than inflation-based increases, then you create all kinds of problems for yourself down the line. And we've seen that now. I think this is probably going to be one of the bigger uh, challenges for if we do get a new government next year or in 2029 to reduce the uh, government or reduce the number of people working for the government and overall to reduce government expenditure and that's probably actually the the biggest challenge that'll face any new government coming into uh, the union buildings as i say whether it's in 2024 or 2029.
0: Exactly, Uh, you know, and while, and and like I said, there's two, there's two main aspects to this is the fact that we just sort of pay too much overall, and we can't really afford it. But then there's the pay and then what you get out of it, Um, the sort of the the, what that money is actually translating into. Um, And, you know, even in our education system, uh, we're not getting good results, we're getting, we have one of the worst education systems amongst, you know, sort of more developed countries, and even compared to other poor African countries, much poorer than us. We're not producing great results. Um, let's move on to our next story. And this is another one of those kind of corruption stories that is so ridiculous, so over the top, that you can't help but kind of chuckle to yourself. So a struggling uh, Northwest municipality around Freiburg is uh, it's been struggling with all the, pro- all the problems we, we normally associate with small rural municipalities in South Africa, uh, interrupted services, lack of money, all these kinds of things. And yet it turns out that the municipality is finding it still has some things to spend money on. And one of those is a call center, which it spent 38 million rand on. Now that might sound sort of reasonable-ish, I guess, except that the call center in question is a small prefabricated shack on the property of the already existing call center. But wait, it gets worse. They are also paying monthly over a million rand to rent the computer equipment within the call center, paying such prices as 450 rand for a computer keyboard per month, 470 rand uh, for a mouse per month, 16,000 rand for a standard highway router per month, 24,000 rand for internet, 260,000 rand for eight Lenovo desktops. And the best part about all of this is that it's not even clear what the call center is being used for. Maurice, this, this is emblematic of so much, but it's it's <laughs> it's just so galling. It's so obvious what's happened here.
1: And it's also, I mean, unfortunately, in South Africa, this is a dog bites man story. It's not a man bites dog story. I'm sure, you know, most South Africans who read this story just kind of shrug their shoulders and like, ah, i mean what can you do <laughs> this happens all the time in the country but uh as you say i mean it, it's so obvious what's happening i mean it sounds like people are renting a mouse or keyboard for 400 rand a month or other cases and a mouse i mean it's 100 rand or 200 rand or whatever the case is. that's incredible connection i mean maybe a fancy one's going to cost you four or 500 rand or something you know but why would you be renting something that you can buy you know it's that's less than 100 rand a month or 100 rand uh, once off, and you're going to pay 400 rand a month for it now. And it's obvious, you know, there's some kind of backhand happening, here, some dodgy tender. And, yeah, it's just, as you say, I mean, I think galling is the word. Uh, and that kind of money, obviously, I mean, uh, having a call sense, I can understand the municipality needs that. It, but it's just, you know, it's the, the levels of corruption… One. Yeah, exactly. The level of corruption, the type of corruption. is not even attempting to kind of make it palatable. You know, not not stealing just like 5% or 10%. It's basically stealing 80%. And, you know, maybe as South Africa starts moving to more competitive multi-party politics, this kind of thing won't happen because I think this is also people who know there's going to be no kinds of consequences. I mean, I just looked at uh, Freiburg now, the municipality. It's a place called Naledi. And in uh, 2021, the ANC won 55% of the vote there. So I mean, it's still pretty comfortable with for the ANC, but I think things are changing quite quickly. And but that all said, uh, a lot of votes are going to, from the ANC are going to the EFF, and the ANC has been governing with the EFF in some places, and we've seen that the EFF is as bad, if not worse, than the ANC. I mean, like apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree, as the saying goes. So even if we do start becoming getting a bit more competitive when it comes to politics, <laughs> there, there's no guarantee that. Uh, anybody will be held to account for this kind of blatant theft, which is what this is.
0: So I just did a quick search for the most expensive mouse I could find, and it's uh, 3,800 rand for a 12-button gaming backlit mouse with a fancy optical sensor and a whole bunch of of, uh, design features. Um, In other words, in less than a year, you could have bought one of those for this thing with the amount of money they're paying, which is just... That's a madness. Okay. uh, And our last story for today is um, quite an interesting one, um, which is that it looks like we're finally seeing some concrete evidence of what happened to the company Discam. Their uh, senior leadership released this memo, which basically said that they're putting a moratorium on on hiring and promoting white people in the company. And uh, this caused a huge backlash with thousands of people across the country saying that they were going to boycott this game. It looks like that did indeed happen. It's a little bit complicated um, because ra- they still made a profit, but their profits were massively reduced from the previous uh, quarter. And they specifically mentioned in their reports on a saying that negative publicity impacted the company in the first quarter of financial year, 2023. But Maurice... Um, you know, the, the, the boycott and such of, of Diskem has certainly, I think, maybe taught that company a bit of a lesson. But it's kind of missing the over overall larger point about that memo, putting a moratorium on white promotions and hiring.
1: Yeah, well, uh, as I was saying to you before the show, the only thing Diskem actually did wrong here was to, uh, to have this letter leaked. Because these policies that Diskem is following is what every single big corporate in South Africa is following. And not because they're bad people or whatever, because that's the laws of the country, unfortunately. Uh, I have a friend. uh, He works for a big uh, corporate, uh, the subsidiary of a listed company. Obviously, I won't mention who it is. Uh, But he was told he's quite senior in the company. and He was told a couple of months ago that uh, him and uh, all the other white uh, males on the management team uh, should forget about uh, going anywhere more in the company because they're not going to hire any more whites or any more white males. And yeah, uh, and... (laughs) <laughs> you, you've you've done pretty well to get this far in the company, but you're not going to go any further. Uh, and this was, a, and his boss is a white person, so uh, it's um, it's pretty galling. But uh, you know you can't really blame Diskim; they're just following the rules of uh, the laws of the country, and they, they have to do what they have to do. And you know, all any other big uh, corporate does exactly the same. And the the anger for, that people have been uh, uh, showing to Diskim should actually be shown at the government. Because this is why Discam has these uh, laws, uh, these uh, rules and uh, procedures in place, because of the laws of the country. And yeah, as I say, if, if you had to go through any other large corporates, it might not be. I mean, the, the memo that came out from game was was quite a. The way it was written it was quite crass. I remember when it came out at the time, I, I, I thought it was fake immediately. And then it emerged that it was uh, real. I was quite shocked just the way it was written and so on. But. You know, every other big corporate in South Africa has those exact same policies. Maybe they will not put it in such crass terms, but every single corporate has those policies.
0: Exactly. The real problem here is the government policy of, of BEE and how it has uh, racialized our workplace once again um, in, in very toxic ways. All right. That is all the time we have for today. I hope you found the show interesting. And all I can say is That is a wrap.